This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 145. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I want to say a special thank you for the great feedback from last week's interview with Garth McCoskey. Garth's tough market talks are impossible to beat, and he shared so many winning scripts and ideas on that episode. And if you haven't listened yet, you can check it out at topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 144. My main mission with the show is to get you up close and personal with real estate's best and give you the takeaways you need to reach the goals you want. And speaking of top performers and tough markets, the super agents are rising and I notice almost all use a similar model just like my guest today. They build a dedicated team of supporters who let them focus on the things that make the money. These are what I call the blue dollar tasks like prospecting, doing an open home, putting a deal together, delivering a listing presentation, or getting a price reduction. They know almost every other task can be allocated to somebody else. Let's break it down and look at it this way because I want to make a point. If you're a super agent, you're probably earning at the rate of somewhere north of $175 an hour. So why would you work on tasks that could be competently completed by someone else for $35 or $40 an hour? If you're not at super agent status yet but want to be there, you can simply copy the formula and start looking at your personal business and the regular tasks you're doing. Why not get some help to let you focus on getting in front of more sellers and buyers? You can start with a virtual assistant for 10 bucks an hour. No wage or commitment, just pay by the hour. I've been doing this for years and it's a game changer. You can make a screen share video giving instructions and create a library of training videos behind a private YouTube password channel and you can basically do it all for free. So start thinking like a super agent and watch what happens. My crystal ball tells me plenty of agents are spinning their wheels at 30 or 40 deals a year that should be doing this to take everything to the next level. It's simple economics. The more time you can dedicate to your blue dollar tasks, the more results you'll see. It's simply a law of nature, just like gravity. And my advice to anyone looking to reach super agent status is to study their systems and strategies. If they publish a guide or ebook, get it. If they offer a course, buy it, because that's just what they did to get where they are today. My guest for this episode is Sydney's Nick Pappas. He's an accomplished super agent earning over a million in GCI with a powerful message that will help set you apart from your competition. He shares his favourite mindset hacks to make sure he's always on top of his game. He gives his best advice on what agents can be doing to grow their brand position 
and influence and the best tactics for new agents to get traction early. If you go to the show notes for this episode, you can watch the video of the Zoom call of Nick and I recording this interview. That's at topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 145. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today. And try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Nick Pappas, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you? Well, thank you, Ray. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. You're looking tanned and glamorous after that uh, beautiful Pacific vacation. Yeah, we were in beautiful weather in Sydney at the moment. So it's been nice 40-degree days, uh, living near the beach is uh, not a bad thing. So, no, yeah. no, you are spoiled forever. We were just talking about Toronto and uh, I just said you're in the world's best city, so um, you are spoiled. Um, can you give me a little bit of background? Tell me tell me about your business. Tell me about your numbers. What's going on? Um, look, so it's, it's myself and my business partner, who is my sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Um, that pretty much sums up our business in the sense of how we run things. She looks after property management. I'm in charge of sales. But I'm, I'm, I'm the sales director here. Um, I, I run a good small young team under me. Um, I, I have uh, you know two sales assistants that work under me. They do a lot of my admin and a lot of my prospecting and buyer calls and you know more customer service. Okay. Um, last year, my one assistant, we wrote. Just, just over a million dollars. Okay. Um, we had a really start to the year, the end of the year in our Sydney market really tightened up. Yep. Uh, it just went to that correction stage and I'd say for about two or three months, things got really, really quiet. Yep. Uh, until the market caught up and buyers and uh, depending on who's listening to this at the moment, um, in, in Sydney, we, we've, or in New South Wales and Australia, we've, we've just gone through the uh, Banking Royal Commission, which yep. is just been finalised. So a lot of people were very concerned around, I suppose, you know, what was going on from a lending perspective. Yep. So our numbers dropped off towards the end of the year. I think we we, we wrote about, yeah, just about 1.1 million. I think we did about 56 sales, which was a bit down the year before where we wrote 1.3 or 1.4, I think it was. Yep. So our market did come down a bit uh, as far as, you know, but we, 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 we actually upped our market share. Okay. So... I suppose the good thing about that was showing me that what we're doing is working. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we, we we built a bigger market share, so okay. Okay. You know, it's not to blame anyone, but we could blame the market for that one. Yeah, of course, of course. Nick, tell me, tell me some of the things that you're doing to um, to uh, what's to safeguard your numbers or 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 keep momentum up or keep keep your numbers up. Um, in in the face of the fairly challenging market changes, yeah. Look, I think from a business level, what what we do doesn't change. I think all we've got to do is probably do more of it. Right. Um, if the market's good or bad, what we do as real estate agents shouldn't really change. Yeah. Um, I suppose for me, seeing a market 
in 2004 till 2007, 2009 in Sydney. So so 2004 was our last peak in the market. In 2007 to 2009, we had the uh, global financial crisis, which caused a ruckus in all marketplaces. And, you know, know, we we saw prices drop, interest rates went up to 10%. And that wasn't that long ago, right? So I think I was quite privileged to to see that because it shows me. What I was doing then is what I'm doing now, but what I was doing in the good times is what I should be doing in the bad times if there is bad times. So I don't really believe there is any bad times in the market, in my opinion, because people still need to buy and sell. So, you know, if the market's good or bad, people are still going to have to transact in real estate. People still need someone to live, rent. People are still going to invest in real estate. It's still a safe investment if you look at, you know, what's going on around the world in stock market. So I think it's about the perception that you put in here. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I think you know you make the phone your best friend. Um, you know, face-to-face appointments um, are very, very important. Even if you know you think, you know, we hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're a time waster." Mm-hmm. I think if they're inquiring about real estate, there's some level of interest about it. Yeah. So give someone a bit of your time, which which is what we get paid for. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, can really you know we're there to provide a service, just provide the service and get. You know, get in front of people, and, and yeah. the more you talk to them, the more you know about them, and yeah. find a solution to their problem. I know you're a big fan of uh, establishing and maintaining and nurturing relationships, which is, I guess, we are in the relationship business. Have you noticed any changes in? You just talked about getting in front of more people and and you know and giving somebody the time of day because uh, people do business with people they know, like and trust. We we all know. So, uh, have you? Um, I guess you just you keeping up the momentum with that. Look, I am. It, it is. It does get very testing at times because yep. some people want more of your time than others. Yeah. Um, and I do believe there's people out there that have, you know will, will try and suck your energy dry because they're going. You know, it just depends on who you're talking to. Like you got to remember, we're selling real estate, so you know sometimes we're dealing with people that are going through, you know, someone that's passed away, debt, divorce. Yeah, you know, some difficult times in people's lives. Yep. So yep. certain people are going to need more time, and, and you know, than others, and. I think that comes back to life experience as well, right? Yeah, true. Um, where, where you can manage to see what they need and, you know, how you nurture that client. Um, yeah. And, and that I don't do that for business. I, I actually do that because I do care. Yeah. Um, and people and can think, tell, can't they? Yeah. They can I, see I think they if, counting, if, if, if you're just counting um, the dollars and the numbers, yeah. uh, eventually people realise and see through that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you come from a good place and you're definitely – I'm passionate about what I do. So for me, when I'm talking, um, it's very important that I'm doing it and, and because I love it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, with me, i just got to be careful sometimes. And I think anyone has to be careful about how much time they give people. Yeah. Because then sometimes – well, time's our currency, isn't it? I mean, we are we are swapping swapping hours for dollars. Um, at the end of the day, let's not uh, dress it up. That's um, and if you look at if you look at some of these performers that are doing, you know, three, four, and five million dollars, they have the same amount of hours that we all have in the day. So, um, in fact, speaking of high perform high performers and, and tough markets, I just wrapped a, an interview with Marcus uh, Kimonello from from Marshall White in Melbourne. Um, and uh, a, a terrific performer, amazing guy, and and just, just you know, incredible uh, operation that, that he runs there. Um, and he has to, on a daily basis, run the gauntlet with the media. And the media, as we all know, especially in Sydney and Melbourne, are loving the fact that 
prices are down and and they you know they love to talk doom and gloom and and he he's been able to combat with combat that with with his buyers in the market because okay sellers understand if prices are down prices are down but buyers are going oh yeah should I should I or shouldn't I obviously um, and he's saying, well, you've got a couple of choices. You can be, you can really tap into what the media are saying and be ignorant to the opportunity, using the word ignorant, I like that, or you can yeah. be astute and run when everybody else is walking and pick up something that you'll never buy for again. I mean, look at, look at what's going on at the moment. If you're a buyer, it's the perfect bloody storm because money's cheap and prices are down. It doesn't get any better than that. So... Um, Look, truthfully, I agree with all that, and I think with the way the market is, an educated buyer is going to know that they should yeah. be definitely buying at the moment. Yeah, um, and money is still very cheap, even compared to the rest of the world. We we are in a good place, and I think Marcus is, you know, you know the, the, the way he's tackling that is spot on, and yeah. it's something that I've been doing as well with buyers is saying, well, you know, if you're telling me how bad the market is. Why don't you, you know, come through and make an offer? Because now's the time where someone's going to listen to that, maybe potentially ridiculously, you know, like offer. You, you, you know, so yep. I agree. Make an offer. The answer is always no until you ask, isn't it? Exactly right. Yeah. that's the worst part. They can only yeah. say no. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, um, I'm, I, I know you're a, a fan. We're both fans of, of Jet Savior. Jet's been doing some amazing work in in the whole mindset space, and um, and I know you've been doing some work with Jet. Have you got? Have you got any specifics on, um, I mean, the guy's just got such lovely energy anyway, but apart from that, have you got some of the specifics that he's been able to help you with? Anybody listening to this is, uh, is able to pick up? Again, it'll come back to like like our job does take a lot of mental energy and, and strain on you. Um, and especially when you, you know, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're an empathetic person and you listen, uh, people are going to want to talk. Their problems are going to become your problems eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think being in the right mindset, just to know when to disconnect, and be able to sort of have little coping mechanisms that you can use that can keep you calm and 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 centered. Yeah. Um, and level headed uh, is what's going to really make or break you in in this industry. You, you know, a good real estate agent is a good consultant, in my opinion. Yeah. True. Uh, not just a good negotiator, and you know, a good you know, flashy car, nice suit. I, I think, you know, people come to you for advice. Yeah. That advice can be hard to give sometimes and you've got to be able to take on certain reactions. And I think your mindset around that it really has to be in a good place. And someone yeah. like Jed, he does keep you centred and level-headed. Just yeah. don't, like, just look at his story, I think, you know, like what he's done mm. in his life. And yeah. you, you really come back and say, wow, you know, like how did he do it? You know, he does. Me? He does walk the talk, doesn't he, after his yeah. history and, and the stuff he's been through. So, um, yeah. Like even some of the stuff he's done, like recently, you know. So I, I think for Jet, it's just more keeping me in a good headspace yeah. and sometimes giving myself a little slap and just saying, hey, yeah. you know, remember what, why you're doing this. And, yeah. you know, like a good conversation I had with Jet was he said to me, Nick, you know, you should be asking yourself every day, you know, who am I? Yeah. I, I think that's the best way to start the day, like, you know, like, all you got to do is look at your business card. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's um, gosh, he's got a grab just, bag of a grab bag of amazing tools, eh? So, um, uh, I, I really love yes. his approach. 
Tell me, um, let's say uh, I'm new to real estate and, um, and, and you're good enough to give me a few minutes of your day and I'm trying to pick your brain. What are some of the, and I love asking top agents this question, but what are some of the things that, that you'd be telling me as a new agent? How can I hit the ground running uh, as quickly as possible? What do I do in my first you know, month, six months, 12 months? I'd, I'd be going out and introducing myself to every single business owner. I suppose every influencer, and I say business yeah. owners are influencers, cafes, yeah. restaurants, finance brokers, solicitors, accountants. People go there all the time to talk. You know, you, you, you know, if you go to a local cafe, you're always going to find someone to talk to. And, yeah. you know, people say to me, look, you know, it's so hard to find business. And I say, well, no, it's not. I say, because if I walk into a cafe and say, hey, do you own real estate? And they say, yeah. I say, look, you know, where? And they said, I own here. And I say, look, you know, if I can get you a ridiculous price, would you sell? They're going to say, yeah, of course I would. So it's not hard to find business. No. It's hard to find good business though, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But by having that conversation, I've just found out they own real estate. I've made a friend. I've made someone I can keep talking to. And then you build a database. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you've, probably, I say, you've probably engaged them with the right energy and the right question, haven't you, more than yeah. anything else when you think about it? Yeah, yeah. The, the way I look at it, right, real estate's not rocket science, right? We we get sellers and we find buyers and we bring them together and, you know, keep them both happy throughout the transaction. Yeah. The, the, the problem is I think a lot of us have fear about yeah. asking for business um, and that's the biggest issue, I think, with a lot of the younger people coming into the market, the, 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 the fear of uh, – and I think real estate as an industry, we've, we've hyped it up too much as glitz and glamour. So these younger generation that are coming into real estate, it's all glitz and glamour. They think they've got to keep up with people like, say, Marcus, you know, who's been around for a long time and done great and, you know, want to write those sort of numbers and want to look like him and dress like him and drive like him. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. just doesn't yeah. happen like that. So if I could say to anybody, get in front of people as much as you can, introduce yourself to every single person you meet, let everybody in your phone know that you've joined a real estate team and what they do and what their achievements are and how they you know, how you can come from a place of help to them. Yeah, um, I like that. Many doors that you possibly can to introduce yourself. And, you know, if there's a, if there's a top performing agent in that office, um, just go and ask that agent if you can knock around, you know, their doors um, and, and just let people know and just say, look, if I can get us into any doors, I'm happy to pay you a 20% referral fee. You know, work something out because then that top agent's going to get busy and he'll send you his or her overflow. Yeah. So it just makes it easy for you to start building a brand. It does. Uh, like a personal brand, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I don't think it's rocket science. I think the more it, – it definitely about the more people you talk to, the more people you engage with. And, and, and coming from a place of not trying to knock on their door to get a listing appraisal, yeah. but just more to get a name and a phone number that you can keep talking to them. I think if you're going in there to sell them, they're probably not going to be as – you know, responsive to that. No. But if you walk in and say, hi, I'm here from a, coming from a good place, I'm, I'm here to sort of help, give you some advice on what the market's doing, tell you what's going on around your property, you know, would you like me to keep you updated about that more often? You're going to start a conversation, you're going to get some details, you're going to be able to build a business. You're going to be, yeah. you're going to build a business. Yeah, and have a focus on building relationships and, and building your numbers. I mean, Adrian Bo talks about, I think every time I talk to Adrian, he's got another thousand more contacts. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, but we've, he's, we've, he's probably the best in the business, he is. to be honest. And I've, he is. 
he, he's a local competitor, and I, yeah. I will say, Adrian, <laughs> he's probably one of the best that I've met in the business. The, the reason why I say that is, and he puts it the best way, we, we, we are glorified telemarketers. Yep. Yeah. You know, and we, we just have to build relationships. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, uh, I think, and I'd probably be conservative now, I'd say he'd have 25,000 um, names in his database, but but yeah. he's just a guru at uh, at reaching out and connecting with him. I mean, I'm on the the material that he puts out is 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 great stuff. I mean, I don't even live in Sydney, but I want to. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just awesome. We can what work that out for you. Right? Work that out for you. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Or I could, yeah. You need to sell in Toronto. We have a C21 office there, if you like. I know you do. Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some great Century 21 uh, agents here in Toronto. So, so that's awesome. Well, Nick, um, I'm all out of questions. Have you got anything else we can add to the mix? That's, uh, that's been pretty good. You've just given, given everybody a whole lot of great ideas. So, um, uh, I guess, uh, like, just stay positive, stay focused, and um, get in. Simple. Manage keep expectations. It. Yeah, yeah. And and be careful what you do with every hour of the day. I guess because it's easy to get stuck in the thick of thin things, as they say. And suddenly, five o'clock comes around, and you haven't done that prospecting. So uh, focus on the things that are going to get your results. Hundred percent. And just keep yourself accountable. You know, be accountable to yourself as well. Yeah. That's a big. Yeah, that's great advice. You know, you, we sort of uh, start to feed our ego and forget to feed our family, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Thank you, my friend. It's been a blast. Lovely to, lovely to catch up. And oh, It's been my pleasure. Thank you for your time and congratulations on, on your awesome success. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Thanks, Nick. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.